1: now it's your turn.
0: Let's get- Welcome to the University of Adversity. What is up fam? Welcome back to University of Adversity. If you're new here, welcome to the family. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. You guys are in for a treat. We got the trailblazer, one of the godfathers of podcasting, John Lee Dumas joining us today. He has blazed the trail for a lot of us and he's created a very lucrative business while doing it. He came in We had a jam packed 15 minute session. I gave him some rapid fire and I hope you guys get a lot of value from it. Here's a little bit about John. He's the host of the Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs who are truly on fire. With over 2000 episodes and 1 million listens per month and seven figures of annual revenue, JLD is just getting started. If you guys wanna find out more about him, go to eofire.com and if you want to start your entrepreneurial journey on fire you know where to find him so i I very i encourage you guys after this to go check it out because he's got amazing content his podcast is a non-negotiable if you're an entrepreneur or somebody that you want to learn some things you want to get inspired go check it out he's even have the man himself tony robbins on there which is incredible along with many other people so yeah, we 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 just did a rapid fire session today, guys. A little bit different than the usual, um, you know, hour hour episode, which was kind of cool for me because it challenged me to do things differently. And recently, I have been doing shorter episodes a couple different times, so um, which you guys will see coming up. They haven't been released yet, but it really challenges me to kind of get in, and I can't go off on as many tangents as I do. I got to kind of be streamlined, but. At the same time, it's really good because for you, the listener, you're going to get all the value in a short period of time. So, you guys, if you get value from this, share it with a friend. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. It's all free so that you can stay on top of all the episodes. We got lots of good episodes coming up, and I don't want you to miss them. All right? Sit back, relax. John Lee Dumas coming right up. JLD, John Lee Dumas. Welcome to the show, brother. I am fired up to be here, prepared to ignite. Yes, you are. The the legend, the trailblazer. I appreciate you coming in, man. You've done a lot for the podcast game and uh, people like ourselves are very, very grateful for it. So thank you. Dude, so I'm going to break this down and get as much value in 15 minutes as possible for the for the listeners here. So I'm going to just break it down into three, maybe four questions. First question I want to ask you, while growing up, What was the biggest struggle that you faced that had the most impact on your life?
1: I grew up in a very small town, Lance. So the reality is small town thinking was a big struggle. You know, I mean, the vast majority, probably 95 plus percent of people that I went to elementary school with, like still live within a five mile radius of where they grew up and nothing's wrong with that. But, you know, it wasn't what I wanted, but it was all that I knew and all that I saw. So I think small town thinking was really the biggest struggle that I had because it wasn't a desire that I had. I didn't want to graduate high school and settle down in the town that I grew up in. Um, I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to, you know, have adventures and I wanted to do some crazy things. And, you know, here I am, 40 years old you know, still not married, still with no kids, still very few responsibilities, having traveled the world, like, I've done what I wanted to do. And there could be a time soon where I decided to take a next chapter in life, Mm. and, you know, do some other things. But that was a struggle of mine, was that small town thinking, not really having a mentor or seeing other people that were doing and living the kind of life that I knew that I wanted, even if it was subconsciously. Mm. Um, So that was a struggle.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're I'm 36, you're 40, so we kind of came from the same sort of era where people weren't really thinking outside the box. It's
1: right? a lot of inside the box thinking, <laughs> yeah. like you know, you graduated, yeah. Maybe you went to college. If you went to college, you found a good job, you stayed yeah. there for 40 to 50 years, you know, got retirement, and then kind of glided off into the sunset.
0: Yeah, man. Everybody at that time was telling me to get into trades because every all the baby boomers were retiring, so it was just like go be an electrician, go do construction, all that stuff's great, but I was like, no, I'm not doing it just cuz it's in demand. You and by what? the way, if that calls yeah. you, exactly. that's
1: awesome. Like that's sure. the thing that I think is the biggest yeah. message I like to get across is like what's going to make you happy? And if mm. you're not positive, then go taste a few things. Like go yeah. try some things. Like try some trades, if they don't make you happy, yeah. try something else. Like I went to law school for a yeah. semester. I hated it. I tried something else. I went to corporate finance for a year. Loved it for a little while, burned out, left. Commercial real estate, same thing. Like you got to taste things to see what you like. I mean, how are we supposed to know what we want at 16, at 22, at 30, at 36? I mean, yeah. things are changing, man. They're dynamic.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's great that we're living in a world now where people are allowed to kind of think outside. What? Um, out of all your, in your life, what has been your biggest fear and have you faced it yet? And if not, why not?
1: You know, I think my biggest fear, honestly, because I've had some nightmares about this, was kind of living that life, you know, yeah. that I just kind of mentioned, you know, like I've, yeah. like, what if I got my high school girlfriend pregnant and like yeah. I just had to get a job right away and then I was stuck in this town just going living hand to mouth, never having been able to, to do what I wanted to do, which was like taste of the world, have freedom, no responsibility, adventures and all these things. And, you know, I was just fortunate that I was able to navigate life to, to make my hopes and my dreams a reality. But again, there could be somebody that wanted that life I just described. And that's great, too. I mean, it's like, what is yeah. your version of happiness at this moment in time? Go after that. And guess what? You might find that it's not for you. Like, after traveling in India for three months, I was like, when I went there initially, I was like, I might just staying in here for a year after three months, I'm like, get me the hell out of this country. Like I was happy that I went, but I was over it. So, I mean, you know, you just got to be like, what, what's, what's, what's that thing you want right now? Let's go all in on it, but then let's keep our finger on the pulse and adjust as needed.
0: Yeah. And it's super important to be okay with your growth as well, that sometimes when you grow the things that you once were interested in don't interest you anymore. And that happens with people, that happens with so many things. The relationships, when you're working on yourself and you're growing, your mindset is expanding. Wherever you're at, you got to love and embrace it, but be okay with letting it go as well, right? Love it. Yeah, man. So where do you sit right now? Okay, with all the chaos going on, you know, coronavirus. A lot of chaos. Lots of chaos, but always opportunity in the chaos. So As far as podcasting goes, where do you see, this is what I'm really excited to talk to you about. This is the one question I was excited, like diving in today and thinking, what was one that will really, that I'm really excited to ask. And this is the one, where do you see podcasting fit in to all of the madness and where is it going? Yeah, so I actually have an
1: answer that might not end up exciting you that much, to okay. be honest. Um, I mean, I am incredibly bullish and positive on podcasting for the long run. Yeah. I think it's an amazing medium. I don't think it's going anywhere. I mean, listen, it's not like, you know, you can replace podcasting with podcasting. I mean, it's like audio content is audio content. Like, that's what it is. So it's not yeah. like the next big thing's going to come out, you know, and like replace podcasting all of a sudden. Like, podcasting has carved out its niche. But more short term, what is podcasting's niche? It's for people that are commuting to work. It's for people that are traveling. It's for people that are going for runs. For people that are in gyms, exercising. For people that are walking their dogs. Guess what? A lot of those things aren't happening right now. A lot of those things aren't happening. I have no illusions of grandeur. People are not going to sit home like... A lot of people are right now, and just like sit in a room and listen to a podcast they're gonna watch Netflix or they're gonna watch shows on YouTube or they're gonna watch this or that, like they might read a book, like who knows, but like podcasting is for those things I described earlier, mm-hmm. so frankly, I think during this time frame you're gonna see podcast listenership take a dip, mm-hmm. and I mean I'm actually uh, speaking off of some pretty uh, significant data from my community podcasters Paradise, which is the biggest podcasting community in the world, people are commenting that the numbers are down, and it makes sense to me because wow. commuting's down. People actually having, you know, the desire to like put in earbuds while they're in the subway or this or that or going to the gym, like all these things I mentioned. So short term, I think you're going to see podcast lit- listenership decrease as other things increase. Like people want escapism, they want Netflix, they want this, they want that. But then I think as soon as you see things start to return to normal, you know, hopefully sooner than later, I you know, nobody knows how long that's gonna take. I think you'll see, you know, the podcast explosion pick right back up where it left off and continue. And maybe even with a renewed energy. Um, so that's kind of my both short term and long term thoughts. So I, I love it. Are you it. still it's, excited? Yeah, but I mean,
0: <laughs> dude, I, I look. I personally thought it was going to blow up because there's so many people. They can't go to events. They can't do this. They can't do that. But they still need to build that trust and with their audience. They still need to get that voice out there. So
1: well, that's why I love that you're doing like you know a video here. Like here we are on yeah. Zoom, and now you can retake this this video. Yeah. And I can see people again consuming things more visually. Because again, it's just like. Yeah, I, I'm just saying speaking out loud. It's like people don't sit in a room and just listen to a podcast, you yeah. know, like they lay in bed with their eyes closed like at yeah. night listening to podcasts like that's not going to change. But like people when you know they have their they're like in a house, yeah. you want all of your senses to be entertained. You want to be visually stimulated yeah. you want to be audibly stimulated all these different things so
0: it's a great point. And, no it's a great point and i i love it and it's it's, it's just such an interesting time right now
1: yeah because
0: people's behavior is going to be different people are going to do time. things it's really quite exciting to see the, the possible um you know all the opportunity that's going to come from it though you know and in these hard situations there's always going to be a silver lining and
1: always you know, going to be opportunity
0: yeah man, and with University of adversity, I just I feel like I live this with my podcast, you know it's about being able to lean into that discomfort because there's always a reward on the other side right and and just being able to just help people understand that because everybody's battling a different thing during this situation it's that's uh, true it's crazy we've never seen anything like this, but it's uh we we'll, we'll see we're just the beginning as far as all the lessons of struggle all the things that you've gone through in your life, what is the number one best lesson that adversity itself has taught you? People
1: who win on a consistent basis are those individuals that find specific solutions to real problems, real pain points, real struggles. I see so many people They're out there and they're trying to put content into the world. They're just posting a quote of this or interviewing an entrepreneur about that. Is your focus, is your medium, is your day-to-day actions, is your content production providing a real solution for a real specific problem? If the answer is yes, you're going to win. If the answer is, well, but it helps people kind of do it. Then no, because there's just a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of areas, places people could go. The people that are winning have specific solutions to real specific problems.
0: Man, <laughs> that's fire, bro. Talk, talk us about your um, podcast, Paradise. So back in 2013,
1: I was keeping my finger on the pulse. I was asking my podcasting audience, Fire Nation, what are your biggest struggles? What are your right. biggest obstacles? And I would just listen. Like if you had told me in 2012 that within a year I was going to launch a podcasting course slash community, I'd been like, you're crazy. Like I barely know how to podcast myself. But I asked that question, what are you struggling with? And I listened to a lot of different answers. And a lot of the answers I was like, cool, I'll never create a solution for that because I have no interest in it. But a very consistent response came up of, well, John, like, I just love how you're building a authority and influence in the entrepreneurship niche. Like I love gardening. I love fashion. I love health and wellness. How can I share my message, my mission, my voice through a podcast? Mm -hmm. And I started to see a need for a great premium, high level, high quality podcasting course and training and community. And so we launched podcasters paradise Back in October of 2013, since then, we've we've brought in over 6,000 members, over $4.5 million in revenue, and the numbers just keep going up as we continue to just keep our fingers on the pulse and just to deliver the best podcasting community and course in the world.
0: Amazing, dude. Amazing. Where can we all find you? Where's all the good stuff?
1: All the magic happens at eofire.com. I have a ton of free courses there. I'm a big believer in free. So, of course, my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, is free. I would love for anybody to give that show a listen. That's Entrepreneurs on Fire. And at eofire.com, you can find free courses on how to podcast, how to come up with your big idea, how to create a funnel that converts. Um, eofire.com.
0: Beautiful. Dude. Thank you very much for this this uh, 15 minutes of rapid fire. I appreciate you coming on, dude. You're the man, brother. Take care. All right. Thank you, man. John Lee Dumas, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Hit that subscribe button. If somebody, if you got value from this, share it with a friend. You know, Let us know what you think. I would just love to see some reviews, and I would love for you to send the value that you got and share it with a friend because that's what makes this show so important. That's what makes this show grow. And that's how the world finds out about University of Adversity. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. Catch you next time.